I'm Bridget. And I'm Mary. And this is the Work Your Worth podcast, where we have honest conversations about navigating the never-ending and sometimes overwhelming journey of personal and professional growth. (laughs) All right, all right. Welcome back to the Work Your Worth podcast. Here we are, episode five. It's Mary. And Bridget. And we're so pumped to be here with you guys. So, um, what's delicate this week? What's delicate? So, today, across the United States, Uber and Lyft drivers are going on strike to protest their pay and status as independent contractors. Okay, okay. So, not everyone will be affected by this. However, Philly friends, you will. Um, This is happening in all of the major cities, San Fran, New York, L.A., Chicago, Atlanta, and the entire state of Connecticut. (laughs) Because Connecticut's a little baby. Yeah, so, I mean, and it's interesting because this is coming just days before Uber is set to go public, which will be the biggest tech debut of this year. Interesting. What's... What makes it, is it because of the valuation is what makes it, like, the biggest tech debut? 80 bill. Interesting. And it's Mm -hmm. also interesting, like, that Uber is tech. I don't know what I would think it would be classified as. However, it's interesting that it's tech. I didn't even put that together, but you're absolutely right, because, I mean, it is an app. Yeah. It's a tech app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How fascinating. Okay, that's interesting. So, what, just so that this is relevant, what date is the strike? Today. Which is? May 8th. Okay, Wednesday, May 8th. Yes. Uh, so it'll have happened in the past <laughs> when you're listening to this, but still relevant. Still super relevant. Yeah. Okay, we, Uber. There's no Lyft. saying how long it'll go on. So. Is it all the ride-sharing apps? Um, Uber and Lyft. Uber and Lyft. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that's so interesting. That's like... Yep. So basically, they're asking just for better wages. Mm-hmm. So it's due to the fact that they're independent contractors. So... They're not getting con. They're not getting any sort of benefits from Uber. Um, and but why? I guess I just maybe I don't get it. <laughs> okay, you're signing up to do that. It's not like I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. If you are an Uber driver and you're a listener, let us know your thoughts on that yeah. and give give us some perspective. Because yeah, I mean, as an independent contractor, it isn't expected to get those benefits with any business. Yeah. But are you guys entitled? Just kidding. (laughs) Give us your feedback. Give us your feedback. Okay, so today's topic. Our topic's a little delicate today. Yeah, our topic is kind of delicate. Adult friendships is what we're talking about. It's this thing that I think so many people that I've spoken with and just, I wouldn't even, I don't know, it's just a common thing for I think people in our, our age group to experience. It's hard to make friends as an adult and hard to find those really deep, meaningful relationships. Truly feed your soul and mm. help you to grow into the adult that you want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also like there's this fantasy of like sitcoms <laughs> have kind of like put in our minds of what it's like to be friends and what it's like to, I don't know, like I almost have this like fantasy in my mind of like, oh, I need to have this like friend, this girlfriend group and we like do everything together. We always go out. We do just like, I don't have that. And there's, like, times where it feels so lonely and almost, like, this place of, like, insecurity of, like, what am I doing wrong? Do people like me? Do they want to? It's just a very, very sensitive subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, making adults as friends is definitely weird because, you know, think about it. And we can dig deeper into this as we go on. I mean, when you're in high school and throughout your childhood, you're constantly being put in an environment 
that's conducive to forming friendships. Mm-hmm. And then in high school, especially, aside from your extracurricular activities, what else do you have to do other than sit on your friend's couch and talk all day? Yeah. Yeah, well, and even just, like, being around people, like, in mm-hmm. classes. It's like, you're going to have to make some friends. You're going to have to be around people. And even if it's because most of your time is spent in school, it seems like, it's like you feel, even if they're not solid, it's like has the illusion of being, oh, I've got friends or Mm -hmm. like there's always something to do. Mm -hmm. And there's that social energy. Yeah. It's just an interesting thing. So I think about this, of course, I'm a visual, like I visualize things and I, (laughs) so bear with me as I uh, explain, like what comes to my mind is like, okay, if you're going to chart what your friendships look like. So from the time x-axis, let's let's say age, <laughs> y-axis, let's say number of friends. If we start from like elementary school and go up to like current, I'm going to just guess that in elementary school, the people that you call friends, there's probably way more then, and now it's like got a negative slope. So mm-hmm. when you're younger, the people that you would consider friends, it's like literally everybody like, oh, this stranger that I met, it's my friend now. Oh, this like... Mm-hmm. So many of those. We met five minutes ago, but you're my best yeah. friend because yes. we both like hopscotch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what? And then as you get older, it's like what you define as a friend, I think, really goes down. Mm-hmm. And so there's, I think, a negative slope, meaning less people that you would consider your friend the older that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if we're going to chart, make a different chart, same year's age on the x-axis, but on the y-axis this time, it's the quality of those friendships. I'm going to say that you're probably going to have a positive slope. The older you get, the higher quality your friendships become almost out of necessity. Yeah. Yeah, because like what things you go through as a little kid that you maybe would reach out to your friends for it's not it's not intense emotional like neat like where you need that support of people and so you just have to learn over time to practice reaching out to practice um, building those friendships and so naturally it's going to increase your slope is going to increase the older you get and the more experience that you have doing that Mm -hmm. so that's my hypothesis about friendships (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I think there's just so much, okay, so think about this, why in addition to just like time over time practicing that, but it's also just like you gain so much more life experience, the older you get, Mm -hmm. you're surrounded by more people. You've also been, even those people that were in your friendship group in elementary school, some of them are going to stay around and they're going to be on both of those graphs. And so those people just because of length of time your quality of your friendship is gonna increase yeah absolutely and as you said I mean as you grow and as you get older you're going to have new life experiences that you will be able to connect with other people on who aren't your previous friends so the opportunities to connect are going to happen and they are going to be different but it is just it's kind of weird setting up a friendship that's like you have to go through the stages of dating yeah, in a really way. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, the older you get, it's like, it's not just, you're not going to be around that person every day on purpose like you are when you're in school or college or for a semester and it kind of leads you to building those friendships and relationships. After a certain point, you know, you have people that you work with, you have people, maybe your Starbucks um, barista, who do you interact with really consistently? 
it's not many people. You may have like email communications with other people, but we kind of are isolated in a lot of ways. Yeah, especially I mean, Mary. I mean, you're you. I mean, you're probably more social with your work than I am. But I mean, for me, I work from home, mm-hmm. and I did just I started going to Rise a few days out of the month. But yeah, I mean, working from home, it is challenging too. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird yeah. and just. So, Mayors, when was the moment that you realized making friends as an adult is hard? I don't even, okay, let me think if I can really pinpoint. I think it's more just like a general feeling sometimes of like, I don't know that I can pinpoint an exact moment, but I remember being like, man, I'm lonely. I feel like not just, oh, lonely, there's no people to hang out with, but like deep loneliness of like, I miss this being in college or living in like your first college apartment or first college house with your roommate and you didn't have the real cares of adulthood yet mm-hmm. and so I feel like there was so much more connection and ease there and so maybe after that whenever you kind of realize that wow I have real adult things to worry about now and I don't have these built the a built-in support system anymore yeah what about you yeah well for me it it's probably a little different because I moved out of my yeah, comfort true. zone to Oklahoma back mm-hmm. in 2013. And I remember similar to what you were saying, you know, like that sitcom friendship. Yeah. I thought that new girl, new city, I was going to meet so many friends and we were going to do so many things together. And it was honestly like I had one friend, mm-hmm. which Jess Bond, I love you so much. But she was my only friend for at least the first year, year yeah. and a half, maybe even two. Yeah. And it was just like, man, this sucks. Like, yeah. I felt like I was trying to connect with other people, but I didn't know how because I expected friendships to happen more naturally. Yeah. But they didn't happen as naturally for me as yeah. an adult as I did, you know, when we were in environments like school or yeah. camps or yeah. college, whatever. Yeah. And so that really shifted my perspective on how you do make Yeah friendships as an adult you don't just bump into someone at a grocery store and then start hanging out so yeah that would be in my head I always kind of thought about that like okay what would it be like to move to a new city and I imagined this is so hilarious to say you guys are gonna laugh at me but like literally going to a grocery store (laughs) going to a yoga class I in my mind this girl who like moves to a new city like I ride my bike to the grocery store get my groceries go home and of course you're gonna just meet people and they're gonna be instant friends but Mm -hmm. like that's not reality yeah and because everyone is involved in their own thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone has their own stuff going on everyone has their own problems they're if you're an adult your problems are probably magnified than they were when you were younger Mm um yeah and everyone busyness too busy yeah busy and in other relationships so Mm -hmm. people who I have a lot of people that I have in my life that maybe are really close with their family or maybe are really close with their um, husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever and each of those like takes up a slot Mm -hmm. so I think I mean the slots of people that you can have a really deep relationship with is limited yeah and so it's kind of like that's a finite resource so what are you allowing to take up that time and space and so that gets more challenging because that slot can be taken up by work can be taken up by um, 
like you're training for a marathon or can be taken up by a lot of different things. And so you really are, number one, I think we're all really selective on who we allow in. Yes. And so that process of being selective also kind of prevents us from being able to connect with others because we're all doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we all are like li- working with limited resources. Yeah. And also, in addition to that, it's like, what are you holding on to that isn't allowing you to bring these new relationships in? Mm-hmm. So an example. So yeah, give us an example. An example of that would be, I mean, my Philly friends. I am so incredibly lucky to have a, I have a big group of girlfriends back mm-hmm. home. And we've been friends, some since elementary school, some pretty, the rest all from high school. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't realize how fortunate we were to have each other. But for me, moving away, I was just like, eh, I could just sit in and group text my friends yeah. or I can FaceTime with them. And I also only thought that they could be my best friends mm-hmm. because they were my original best yeah. friends. So it kind of, you know, it was great that I able to stay in touch and still have the meaningful relationships with all of them however it was holding me back from creating meaningful friendships out here yeah because it's like oh well I have them like, yeah they support me but it's like I can't hang out with them they're yeah. 2,000 miles away yeah and so it's like I kind of just had my moment where it was like all right I'm pretty lonely what do I need to do to yeah. make friends because what I'm doing isn't working yeah oh that's such a vulnerable place especially when you've come from having really solid friends Mm -hmm. and like and then you're like I'm putting myself out there why is nobody like accepting me (laughs) why does nobody want to be my friend and it's so hard to get to that place of casual acquaintance Mm -hmm. to like best friend that you've known forever Mm -hmm. like that is a hard that takes a lot of work and effort on both sides to get there I don't want to say this out loud, but feel like I have to. Mares, do you relate to this at all? I kind of feel like with friendships or how my perspective was, it's like I wasn't willing to put in the effort to make a friend because I wanted a friend to just choose me. But it was like I was expecting someone to just come up and like me yeah. and want to be my friend. It's yeah. like, no, that doesn't work that way. Does dating work that way? Yeah. I mean, maybe. Like, but, but again, it's a fantasy of like yeah. you just expect things to happen. Uh-huh. But you have to put in the work doesn't yes. matter if it's a dating relationship or a friendship. There's work involved. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to do that, whether it's by opening up first mm-hmm. or like it, it's a risk, because mm-hmm. they might reject you. <laughs> you might be. Yeah. Or you might, you might not connect with them, and that's okay. But the only way to establish any sort of connection is just by trying. Yeah. So, Mary, I think I told you about this before. <laughs> this is so lame and embarrassing. But it was when... You and I first hung out like outside of a work setting because, mm. you know, when Mary and I built our friendship, I mean, I had a friend crush on Mary. Mm. It's like, this chick is cool. We have the same job, but for two different teams, we're doing the same thing. We have similar interests and she seems wonderful. This chick's going to be my friend. So we started meeting for coffee as we've discussed on previous podcasts. Mm-hmm. And then there was like that one day, two summers ago, and I just texted you and was like, hey, do you want to hang out this Saturday? And then we went over to your house yeah. and we just drank champagne and yeah, ate cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was so stressed out mm. to ask you that. I actually almost sent you that text message at night, went to sleep, had a dream that 
you didn't want to hang out with me. That's so funny. And then realized that I was being crazy <laughs> and just sent the text and was like, you know what? If she already has plans, that's okay. I mean, we're still really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's such a prime example. It's just like so hard to imagine that now. But I feel you on that. And also like you don't know yet what people's – okay, especially if if a friendship is starting from a work environment or something like that, you don't know how they are outside of it. Like, mm-hmm. for all you know, I oh, I am kind of boring. <laughs> I don't really know <laughs> But, like, even, I don't know, like, there was an idea of what you thought it would be, like, to be for real friends in quotation marks mm-hmm. and not just work. And it's, like, it could have been something completely different. Yeah. You know, so it's, like, we have this idealized of, like, okay, hey, here's a person I'm glad it worked out because I'm glad we're friends. <laughs> but it could have been just, like, so awkward and so weird. But guess what? It would have been okay if it was. Yeah. And then, because you put yourself out there. Uh-huh. And, like, sometimes, I mean, okay, don't be, like, super weird and make it feel, like, the way you did it. Like, I I, I didn't know that, actually. <laughs> you felt like that. It's so funny. But just, like, yeah, I think that's such a common, a common thing to uh-huh. feel that, like, nervousness of, like, the first time you're going to hang out with somebody. So it's almost, like... If you can have a reason to spend time together, I'm like, hey, here's something that's going on. Yeah. Like, sometimes that's a good way to, but I think, like, sitting on the porch and drinking champagne and that's an ideal way to, like, start a friendship. We should do that again sometime. I know. Um, okay, this goes into, my next thought was, like, but when is the time? I know. Great point. As an adult, (laughs) time is so, so valuable. We don't have a lot of it. I think we just took that awkward pause because we were both like, but when? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) that's such a good, that's hilarious. Because that's a common thing. Listen, don't get, we have some rules that we're going to go over for, like, how to maintain adult friendships, but... I think it's really important for us. Like, what are your quality? What are the qualities you look for in a friend? Hmm. This is like something that I think it's just really important for you to know. Like, what are the values that you want to look for in another person, so that you're not looking in the wrong places mm-hmm. for those solid adult friendships? Absolutely, because what's that quote? I may say the incorrect number, but it's you're the sum of the five yeah. people that you surround yeah, yourself yeah, yeah, with. Yeah. Um, so yeah, who do you want to surround yourself with? And this apply. This is applicable to dating and friendships. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Bridge, what makes, like, what are the qualities that matter to you in in an adult friendship? And I don't even, let's just say friendship. Forget we're all just humans. What what are the qualities in a friendship? So for me, it's someone who's dependable, someone who will shoot it to you straight, someone who's caring, respectful, someone who is going to cheer you on, and someone who is there for you just as much as you are for them, you know? Mm -hmm. It's great to have someone in your life who you can dump your your crap on you know Mm -hmm. that you can vent to and all of that however and it's good to have that to be that person for a friend but it's also good to respect one another's energies and realize that if you are constantly going to be coming to someone with your crap that it may weigh your friend down or it may weigh you down so someone who is just conscious of that respectful dependable Someone who's willing to sit in silence with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone who's willing to celebrate the wins and build you up and honestly be your hype man. Mm-hmm. Like, my friend Brittany, her and I, I mean, we've known each other since grade school. Homegirl is my biggest hype man. Like, That's if awesome. you ever need a pep talk, it's just like, Britt, this is what I'm going through. This just happened. 
can you just please say something nice right now, even if it's not deserved? Sure, here it is. Yeah. But let's get real about it, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. What about you? What are the qualities that you look for in a friend? I think the friendships that are, like, the most important to me, they all have, like, an ease and comfort. Like, I need to feel comfortable to be around them and feel like – because a lot of times I do feel like I have to um, kind of put on a a certain type of – I don't want to say armor, but I just – I'm not fully authentic. I, I, I kind of am a chameleon, so somebody where I don't have to feel like I am a chameleon. Yeah. Um – and also just somebody who's dependable and honest. Like, I want people to actually, if I, it's really important. If I've said something, for them to remember that and, like, care about it just as much as me. So, mm-hmm. like, those things are really important and just not, um, it also doesn't have to be any kind of, like, I just want it to be low maintenance. <laughs> That's really important. Like, yeah. don't get your feelings hurt. I don't get my feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff low maintenance for sure because it's like you know we do have to put so much brain power into things that we're doing mm-hmm. so why entertain a friendship that's going to require that much brain power that much more yeah it's like you want your friendships to be relaxing and feel good yeah and, and you don't want to worry about oh did I hurt their feelings <laughs> sensitivity it's hard it's like let's just have a, tr- a trusting open relationship and like be honest about it and so that's I think the big Thing is honesty probably mm-hmm. so how you avoid that kind of stuff yep um okay so here's the other funny thing guys think about who your friendships are now and we've kind of made some categories of like what a 29 a 2019 friend looks like and you've got your social media friend mm-hmm. you know the one that you like always slide into each other's dms you maybe have never met each other but it's like i see you i recognize what you're doing yeah <laughs> You'd probably be great real-life friends, too, but it's, like, as of right now, social media is where your friendship lives. Yeah, and lives. it's enough. You both get what you mm-hmm. need out of it. It's great. Um, you're going to have your, like, business bud, your work bro. You know, this is the person that you – it's, like, at the work functions, you're naturally going to be hanging out with each other. And you may never hang out outside of work, but it's, like, you have your work friend. Yep. Um, and then everybody has the childhood friend. So this is the person you've been friends with probably the longest – it's probably the person that, like, this was the perfect example. Yesterday, I went to Leaf and Bean, and I saw my friend Emma, and she is, like, a friend that I was, like, almost tearful to see her because I'm, like, oh, I haven't seen him in so long. We haven't even talked. But it's that same, like, just feels good and comfort feels like home. So we all have that childhood friend. Yes, feels like home. <laughs> childhood friends. Love yes. you all. yes. Um, and then the college friend. This is the one who's probably seen you at your worst. <laughs> You've been through the most, like, together. But that college friend has played such an important role. So important. I So I have two really close friends that I went to college with. And I feel like every time that we're together, it's just so funny because we're just always like man, I'm so impressed with what we all turned into. Good for us because when we were 22. Yeah. Who would have thought we would be here now? Mm. Good job, guys. So funny. And then you've got your hobby friend. This would be like your person, like Branch, you're doing yoga. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're like on the cusp of like developing hobby friends. Oh my gosh. I love my yoga friends. Like last night, um, we did a yoga class together and then we all just decided to walk across the street post hot yoga to go to a concert that's awesome and we were the sweatiest smelliest people in there but it was a great time and it was just 
That's so funny. Just I love that. Yeah, because the common interest is already there if you have a hobby yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you already at least have that one thing to bond yeah, over, yeah, if yeah. anything else. Yeah. yeah. And it's easy to do an activity. So it's like mm-hmm. an activity is such a good way to feel low pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think another one that belongs on the list is your significant other. Like that person is a friend and most of the time kind of occupies that like best friend role. Yeah. And is so important. So <laughs> those are the 2019 categories. There may be more, but for us, those are the ones who play like mm-hmm. such an important role. Yeah. So what, I mean, if you guys do have anything that you'd like to add to that, any other categories, let's hear them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so five tips for just maintaining healthy adult friendships. Like, we've kind of made, this is so basic, so simple, but kind of like rules of engagement as an adult in a friendship. Mm-hmm. So, Bridge, what's the first one? One is acknowledging that we're all busy. Therefore, there does need to be intentionality yep. with your friendships. Yep, yep, yep. And it's not, like, think about, you know how hard it is to schedule something? And it's like, okay, is it just not worth it because it's so hard? But we're all busy. So, like, I think for us, the great example there is setting something that's just, like, a standing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another friend group, and it's, like, Monday nights when it's Bachelor or Bachelorette. It's, like, every night we go to Ashley's house. And that's just, like, a standing thing. And again, it's just like, okay, this is an opportunity for us to be together. Mm-hmm. We're all busy, but it's awesome. Yep. So just acknowledge that we're all busy and you're not going to be able to hang out with somebody every single week. Nope. It's not realistic. What's the second one? Grace on grace on grace. Again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> People have stuff going on and they're not going to intentionally be ignored. Like when you don't get a text back, it's not because they don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I just think that's such an important thing. Like, or if you see them on Instagram, it's not that they're intentionally ignoring you. It's just the way that the world works now. Dude, and I it's am, okay. I'm so bad at that. There's so many times where it's just like, I'll scroll through Instagram and be like, oh my gosh, what a cute post. I'm going to comment on that. OMG, I did not respond to her text, which was yeah. actually important. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then it's like, already called because I already like the pic. Yeah. Gotta reach out. Just yes. say, I am so sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so funny. It's so true, though. <laughs> uh, and then the next one is, again, I think it's a standalone rule. Just don't get your feelings hurt by things that aren't meant. Like, you just have to know that your friends have the best intentions mm-hmm. and that it's never going to be something that is malicious. Mm-hmm. Um, if you feel like somebody's doing something and your feelings are hurt, it's okay to acknowledge that, but tell them and don't just like harbor this thing and, and also know that it, it wasn't intentional mm-hmm. more than likely. Yeah. And also, I mean, next one goes along with what you've already said kind of, and it's stay consistent. So, mm-hmm. you know, establish that routine with your friend. If that's what's going to work with you, like you have your bachelor Mondays with your girls, my friend Holly and I, Thursdays are our nights together. Yeah, It's just like the one night and it's like, Holly, Tell your husband you're mine for the night. <laughs> Come over. Let's just drink wine, talk, and, you know, sing Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> and I think the fifth, like, rule of engagement with friends is important for all relationships, and that's just being honest. Mm-hmm. You don't want to hang out with somebody. Don't lie and tell them that you can't. Mm-hmm. Be, I mean, be gracious in the way that you say it, but... There's no sense in pretending you want to go do something when you don't. And I am, like, the worst at this. Yeah? <laughs> like, I just, a lot of, because I don't, I think it's so important to keep in mind what you need out of a friendship. And for me, 
I don't need a ton of, like, friend time to feel filled up. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for me, it's way harder to go and, like, separate time. But, like, okay, it stresses me out to find time to spend with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get that. Yeah. And also, it's just, like... I feel like we lie to ourselves more than anyone. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. you know, if I invited you to a place that you might not necessarily want to go to and you didn't feel comfortable saying no, it's just like, that's kind of just, and you do end up coming, it's like a lie to yourself. So it's yeah. like, you know. Be honest with yourself and yeah, it's like, hey, I don't want to do that. Yeah. No problem. She's not going to get her feelings hurt because yeah. we have that. We've established like what a healthy relationship looks like. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I mean, to wrap this all up, if you are struggling in your adult friendships, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Facilitating an environment that is conducive to creating these friendships, it, it isn't very easy and it's because you think it should come naturally. Yeah. And establishing good adult friendships, it is something that takes a little bit of work and mm-hmm. a, a lot of intention. Yeah. 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 And, and a lot of risk. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to feel, it's a risk to put yourself out there and feel vulnerable. So... You know, if you're feeling lonely, I think it's first like, okay, are you, do you feel safe enough to put yourself out there Mm -hmm. to invite that connection Mm -hmm. and just know that it is difficult, but it's difficult for everybody. You're not alone in that. Yeah. And you're not alone in wanting connection. Mm -hmm. We all, oh my gosh, that's so true. We We, all want to be connected. We all want connection. Even if you're, I mean, because Mary, would you say that you're more introverted? Mm -hmm. For Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, definitely am. And so, speaking for the introverts, introverts want connection, too. Yeah, we do. It just looks different. Yeah, exactly. It different. Exactly. It's just on a different scale. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Which is so okay, mm-hmm. because you are going to, introverts, you have your people. Extroverts, you have your people. For some reason, as extroverted as I am, I connect more with introverts. Yeah, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. So, adult friendships. You guys... It's hard. Being an adult is hard, but connection is just so important. So I encourage you all to um, reach out for a friend date when you need it. And just don't sit in your isolation. And don't let that define what your adulthood looks like. Yes. You're awesome. Thanks for listening. To work your worth. We'll see you later. Bye.